What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Three, two, one. Zero. Hello, welcome to episode 147 The Basics of Retirement. Hey, Money Clan, a very warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Welsh. So, Katie, why did we choose this topic? So, I did my very first poll on Facebook and we got an astounding reply that everybody wants to hear about retirement and 401k yeah so, so that's what we're gonna do right yeah like we, we actually turned the mic around and said hey guys what do you want to hear more of what are you enjoying and the vast majority i think it was an overwhelming 75 percent plus something like that yeah Yeah, like all of you want to hear about 401ks retirements like what you should be doing what you should be thinking about so that's what we're going to focus the next couple episodes on, really trying to scratch your guys' itch and kind of give you some content to let you think about stuff and sort of figure out where you want to go with your retirement plans. Yeah, and we have some really exciting guests that will be coming on and we'll be able to pick their brains. So if you do have any specific questions, shoot them over either in Twitter or in the private Facebook group, and we'll definitely be sure to ask about that. And then... I thought that would be a good idea to take it all the way back, start with covering some basics before we get more into like the intricate ideas. Yeah, totally agree. So if you guys haven't already, join our private Facebook group, head on over to chainofwealth.com slash group. We'd love if you joined and come and tell us what you're busy working on. All right, Kate, you ready to dive right into today's episode? Yeah. Fantastic. Let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. All right, Kate. So, retirement. And there's an absolute ton of stuff to think about when you think about retiring. And I know we said that this episode, we're going to go super basic. And what better way to do it with some just general stats to get you thinking about, you know, the lay of the land, so to speak? Yeah. And kind of to measure where you are against everyone else, because I'll be the first to admit, Den, in my life, I have not been the most proactive up until now when it came to retirement. I kind of always thought like, yeah, well, you know, if I ever retirement, it was always like if, 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 and I probably never will, and I'm going to work until I die and that kind of thing. Right. And talking to some girlfriends and everything, I've realized that I'm not alone. A lot of girls, and now I'm going to throw it out there. I'm not the youngest anymore. I am in my 30s. So (laughs) we're not talking about like young 21-year-olds. We're talking... You know, grown women who are together, they have careers, they're smart. We're not saving for our retirement. And I'm sure that it's, it goes the same for men in their early 30s or late 20s. So yeah, to put some statistics out there to know you're not alone and that it's not too late to start. Yeah, it's definitely not too late to start. And I think one of the most important things you can do is start as young as what you can. And it's the strange irony about retirements because you always think retirement is such a far off thing and I worry about that when I get older. Mm -hmm. However, when it comes to retirements, you actually need to start as young as what you can to really start get that compounding effect sort of going. So the first sort of thing is a lot of people say, 
you know, like social security, I'm going to basically rely on that when I'm going to be retiring. And that is the worst idea. So social security was only ever meant to replace about 40% of your income and like help you out that little bit. And I don't want to cut you off, but I feel like a lot of people rely on that for like 100%. Oh, yeah, like totally. A lot of people that have retired are relying on it big time. And you know, that's great and all, but as a result of people relying on it too much, Social Security is set, if we continue the way we're currently going, it's set to actually run out of money in about 2034. And, you know, like... 2034 seems really far away. Yeah, that sounds like a long way away. However, most people listening to this podcast are probably not going to be retired in like 16 years or so. So that's really something to think about. Think, oh, um, the Social Security, which I thought was going to be there and it's always going to be there. And it's not necessarily still going to be around by the time you're retiring. So something that we cannot plan to bank on yeah so yeah it's something that you really can't plan you're watching your your parents and probably your grandparents collect their social security check and life is you know getting easier for them but unfortunately it's not going to be the case for us yeah and there's definitely a ton of things that people can actually start doing to kind of preparing themselves but yeah i'd say the number one factor is just starting as early as what you can. And even if you are no longer in your 20s, starting in your 30s or even 40s, there's no time like the present to start. What are some other really good statistics that you looked up? Right. So another thing that I thought was absolutely mind-blogging is 55% of Americans stop working sooner than they planned. And the what main, do you mean? Like an early retirement? Not necessarily an early retirement, but say I want to retire at 65, but I ended up retiring at 58. And the reason that the, the, the primary reason why this happens to people is health. So mm. you can never take your health for granted. And, you know, like health layoffs, you know, and you're, you're pretty old already. You think, well, I'm kind of near retirement age. I've just lost my job for whatever reason. And maybe I'll just retire early. And that happens to 55% of people. So most people end up retiring a little bit earlier than what they had planned. Now, what that screams out to me is you need to be super prepared. Yeah, like years and years ahead of time prepared. Yes, because if you do end up retiring early and it's something that you didn't plan, that basically means that you're going to have less money saved up and therefore when you are withdrawing on your retirement funds, you're going to have less income in your golden ages or your golden years, at least. Oof, and that's scary. That scares me more so, Dan, because if they are having to quit working ahead of time because they're in poor health, I just immediately go to health insurance and I go to co-pays and medicine and the cost of all of that. And it's just gut-wrenching. Yeah, it, it's absolutely terrifying if you think about it. So, um, just as a typical rule, when you do retire, you want to live on about 4% of your income. Yeah, or, so- or, sorry, no, not 4% of your income, but 4% of the amount that you have saved up. So, as a super easy example, if I've saved up $100,000, I should be expecting to live on about $4,000 a year. Oh. Yeah. So, that's what the 4% rule is. Yes. Yeah, that is terrifying. That is terrifying. And- what you mean to try and sort of do is figure out, all right, how much am I going to take out of my retirement? And based on how much money I've saved up, you can kind of figure out how many years you have left. So, 
if you're planning to only withdraw 4% of your income, which is a good sort of high level rule to stick at, um, you got you to gotta sort of think, well, how long is my money going to last me? You know, and if you've only saved up $100,000 by the time you retire and you go through 30, 40,000 in your first year, oh dear, there's, there's not too much left over. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Now that you have frankly thrown out some pretty hard statistics to, to swallow. Okay. Let's take a deep breath, get our brain centered here. What is some good advice? Where can people start? Because it's all great and fine throwing out these horrific statistics. And, you know, now people are, you know, kind of thinking like, oh, goodness, what am I going to do? Give a starting point. What can people do to start today? Something to walk away from. Right. So, the biggest takeaway that you should have from this episode is you need to start contributing. And you, if you are already contributing, ask yourself if you're contributing enough. So, am I saving enough of my income that by the time I end up being at a retirement age, I have enough money saved up? And you can sort of use that 4% rule to sort of reverse engineer where you want to end up. So, this is a harder sort of hard and fast rule. You can say, well, if I want to live off like $35,000 a year, which is, you know, like it's a probably what, what, what would you say? $35,000 a year in a cheap state. I feel like that's is that fair? moderate. Yeah. That's moderate. So if we take $35,000 and we divide by 0.04, we end up at about $875,000 that you have to have saved up by the time you want to retire. Okay, so when we're talking about retirement, just to be very like basic level here, if you are working a regular nine to five job, say mm-hmm. you're a teacher, a firefighter, an engineer, a police officer, a regular job where you go and kind of punch the clock and you work a nine to five or something, right? There is hopefully benefits that come with your job, and when you sign up, you usually get like this big package, and it's you know part of your retirement plan and most people kind of glaze over it and kind of push that off to the side, which really you shouldn't because it's the most important part of your job. That's why you're there. You're there to make money. So you don't have to work for the rest of your life. (laughs) But now you're telling us that if you're not contributing, you need to start like yesterday. Yeah. So how do they do that? Where do they go? What do they do? help so if you're in a regular nine to five you're going to want to chat to your benefits administrator or someone in hr or someone in that kind of a department and you probably know who it is those people are so nice i talk to my girl all the time and it's gotten to the point now where i i ask her so many questions i think like oh geez here i am she probably thinks like oh <laughs> here we go this again girl again <laughs> <laughs> but she really is not and she even told me You know, in one of the meetings I had with her, she was like, I wish more people were so proactive because so many people are even afraid to talk about it with me. And, you know, this is my job. It's my job to make sure that you are contributing and you're going to be able to retire one day. So don't be afraid to talk to your HR manager or whoever is enrolling and handling all that stuff for you because that's what they're there for. And if you don't go to them, then they're going to lose their job. 
Right. Think of well, it as job security. I wouldn't say that they're going to lose their job because that kind of a person is always super important. Okay, they're not. You're right. They're not going to lose their job, but it makes me feel like I am contributing <laughs> to her importance of the job. Yeah, and look, the, the thing is, like, look, I just threw eight hundred seventy-five thousand dollars as a ballpark figure. As if you want to live on thirty-five k a year, yes. That's in today's money. You know, mm. bear in mind that by the time you actually retire, inflation has happened. It's literally like 30, 40 years from now. I'm not sure how old you are, but you have to figure out what age you we'll want to retire. We'll say 30 years from engineer. now for us. So that'll be, we'll be 60. Right. Yeah. So you have to kind of like reverse engineer it and say, well, yes, I want to get to that number, but I actually need more than that because by the time it's 30, 40 years down the road, you. N- the value of money has changed and you you kind of need to bear in mind that inflation is also a thing that's going to happen. So, when you're contributing, you have to bear in mind you actually want to probably shoot a little bit higher than that just so that when once inflation has taken its toll, um, you're in a good place. And that boils down to, oh, sorry, that brings me back to what you were talking, speaking about in terms of when you do set up your retirement funds. Um, a lot of people just sign up for the contribution, but they don't necessarily designate what accounts mm, they want it to be in. They leave yes. their money in cash. And, and that is very bad to and do. That's I a very, recently learned. Yeah, that's a very bad decision. Like, you need to log in to your 401k provider or 403b or whatever else it is that you're contributing to and figure out what funds you're investing in. And normally the way it works is you can say, all right, well, I choose this fund and that fund is going to be for people that retire in these years. And based on that, they will have a certain asset allocation. And we'll dive more into that in future episodes. But basically, you want to make sure that you are at least putting the money into some kind of a fund and it's not just sitting in cash. Well, and I think you say that's a bad decision. I don't think it's a bad decision. It's people don't realize when... Before, when I was signing up for my 401k, I figured, okay, sign up for my 401k. Here it is. I'm done. That's I'm it. contributing. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody really says that you have to take it one step further. And again, if you're sitting there and you're thinking, I don't know how to do that. I don't know what to do. Reach out. Somebody at your job can help you, whether it's your HR manager or they hire in a contractor for like a financial advisor. I know my job. As a teacher, we always have financial planners coming in trying to help us figure out what we're doing. So there is somebody to reach out and help you. Yeah. So, like, long story short, start contributing as much as what you can. And, yeah, just basically make sure that you actually are contributing to a fund and it's not just sitting in your accounts and cash because that can be catastrophic. If you think that you're getting this nice return and everything else, you know, just you'd rather be safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Cool. Well, I think that about wraps it up for today's episode, unless there's anything else you want to dive into. So, I want to take a quick takeaway. Uh-huh. If you are planning on retiring with your Social Security, stop with that mindset. Don't do that because Social Security likely could run out if nothing changes from here until 2035. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, don't rely on Social Security. If you are not contributing to your 401k... Definitely start. And if you don't know how to do it or what to do or anything like that, reach out to somebody at your job and they will be happy to help you. That's why they are there. Right. And also, even if you don't have a 401k or 403b available, there's also IRAs that you can use as well. And 
we're going to touch on that yeah, in future gonna... episodes as well. But we didn't want it to be too overwhelming all in one episode. <laughs> know that there is a lot of stuff that you can be thinking about when you're thinking about retirement. So there's a lot of options. And the most important thing, most important takeaway is start contributing and make sure that you're putting away enough money and use that 4% rule. Figure out how much money you want to live on. And just the same way I, you know, like reverse engineered how much money you would need, you can do the same for your own finances and sort of figure out how much money you're going to need. And remember, if you have not even started and you're 35 years old it's okay start now because there's no time like the present this is true all right well let us know what you thought of today's episode you can hit us up on twitter that's at chain of wealth on twitter and we'd also appreciate if you came and say hi in our facebook group as well and also can i toot my own horn a little you can teach your own horn so i have joined the sanctuary and chain of wealth has an instagram there you go uh, chain of wealth and I am working really really hard on building it out so if you want to swing by give us a follow I'll follow you back and yeah that's it cool we'll catch you on the flip side money clan what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health Shop now at Hero.co.